Tracks of Life, we back, baby. Tell them what we got this week. All right, this week we got my boy mixed by Ali in the building. Okay, he does what I do, all right? We're mix engineers. Now, I know a lot of you guys out there have no clue what that means, and that's fine. You're thinking, oh, this guy's a DJ. No. What we do is, when an artist creates a song, they send it to us at the end. We're responsible to make sure you can hear everything they're saying. All their vocals are crisp and clean and clear and beautiful and sometimes not so beautiful. (laughs) We won't get into that, though. We make sure the drums are great so you want to dance to it. The whole vibe, we set the whole tone for the whole record. That's what we do for a living, man. But listen, something very important worth mentioning. Ali had no formal education. The guy had nobody around to show him nothing. He literally figured it out as he went. I mean, you got to respect somebody like that. There's something to be said about that he came up part of a crew we know today as tde top dog entertainment responsible for the sound of kendrick lamar scissor school by q i mean the list goes on and on now he travels the world with his engineers program teaching these kids about mixing records i mean it's amazing i love him so much episode's great check it out let's go boom i guess we could just jump right in man we got my man ali is in the building (laughs) yo 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 I was gonna make like a I was gonna make like a poster that's like two boxers but it's two mixers. Two mixers head to head. <laughs> like head to head with lightning bolts and shit. Just have you my know? hair like overflowing like on, on, on his side. My of the bald poster. head. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I'm just going yeah. Monday, Monday, Monday. Right. Now you know I was telling I told Jordan Orr, I was like, yo, my man, I'll eat this and that. He's like, Oh, you bring it a competition? I was like, it's never been competition uh, with us, dude. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's heated competition, but it's always, gonna different... be friend, it's always going to be friendly competitions. But yeah. one thing about Fabian, on the come up, when I was like trying to build a name for myself, Fabian was the only person that responded to my DMs to listen to any of my mixes. <laughs> nice. so, and, yeah, he's dope. he's dope. I remember that too. No, because I always tell that story. Anytime we do something together, yeah. it's like, because I, I remember this young dude and I'm like, oh, he's, you know, cool, you get a lot of messages. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, but wait, this dude's dope. And then I started seeing him pop in, pop in. I'm like, well, fuck. Man. <laughs> here he comes. Here, here he comes. goes. And then, and then it's like, oh, there he goes. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, I'm proud of you, man. I appreciate you. you. I always, like I always mention to you, man, I appreciate the love as nah, always. It's always love with you, man, for real. And he does a lot. Yeah. It's a lot with his community and stuff. It's, 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 it's incredible what he does, man. It's right, incredible. Right. Absolutely, man. So we here, bro. Yeah, we did it, man. I made it on the podcast finally. And you're posting <laughs> everybody but me, man. I felt Dang, offended man. for a little bit. I had, to, I had to get at you in the DMs real quick. When I, yeah, I hit him up, I'm like, hey, man, I really love you to come on, bro. He's like, finally. Yeah, <laughs> That's finally. literally one word answer. Finally. Right. Podcast motherfucker. <laughs> that was, in, was hair intimidation. Yeah. Was hair <laughs> intimidation, man. He gave me an internet headbutt. <laughs> nah, so what we do here, I was explaining to you a little bit. Mm-hmm. We just, we take our, we take our listeners on a journey. Of your life right. through music. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we could jump right in if you got a song. You know what I'm saying? That uh, I would say um, the beginning, um, a song, Try I would say ADHD from Section 80. Mm-hmm. Um, that was maybe one of one song that still lives with me to this day. Uh, we dropped it with maybe 2011, 12 maybe. Uh-huh. Um, I just loved everything about it. I feel like the message behind the song was speaking to me. Um, it was speaking to our generation. It was speaking to. Uh, it really just spoke to me in a way that you know I I couldn't really even understand at that time. Mm-hmm. And the fact that at that time I was DJing for Kendrick, um, I'm able to see the reaction uh, just day after day after day in front of thousands of people, and I'm realizing like this song is 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 I ended now I'm finally realizing why I'm getting this feeling because there's something deep inside the silence of the song or the message behind it that's that's making that's attracting me to it. Sure, which sure. is still attracting you know thousands of people around the world and. You know that it was just a good feeling during that time. Yeah, because you, when you're working on a song, yeah, 
it's it's hard to you get stuck. You get stuck right. like yeah. you make it stuck on on a, on a technical of it, right. or you make it stuck on like right. you know a particular sound or something that yeah. you know right. you work. But then you get when you feel the reaction. See, and this is it's a different thing with me because like I, I always speak about this. Like I, I wasn't I, I wasn't like a technical guy growing up. I didn't mm-hmm. go to the music schools. I didn't know all the terminologies behind like engineering and mixing in general. So doing Section 80, again, I always speak about, you know, I, it was it was on a, a stolen inbox that I took off Craigslist uh-huh. and a bunch of cracked plugins. I know my sponsors are going to hate me for saying that, but, <laughs> right. you know, I couldn't afford plugins. That's so what, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. So it's like, you know, now. exactly, exactly, 100%. <laughs> yeah. They give them to you now. Right, right, right. <laughs> so being able to create, um, being able to help 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 put my two cents in and create um, the song ADHD and the whole Section 80 project. Um, it was just a, it was a real pivotal moment in my career because it it made me want to dive deeper into what the fuck I just did. Yeah. There, there was so there was so much of me just you know putting levers up and down yeah. and twisting knobs to see yeah. what different plugins did just right. to figure it out. And it, it was just a real pivotal time. In my so career. you had no idea what. You, I mean, you didn't know what was what was was about to happen. You had no idea. Nah, you had a was, feeling, obviously, because it's you know I, the squad is is building, right? right? I had a feeling because I mean, I had a feeling because I always just knew, like you All know, right. what I'm saying when you're back in the day, it was the specific. It was just there was this energy around that. It was you know like no one ever had to talk about when we blow, when we blow. But it right. was just it was just a matter of like okay, let's get the work done and we're gonna right. get there types of yeah. type shit. Yeah. So you know, like the the energy was always there, but it was more it was it was more than just trying to create this project to kind of make money from. It was it was right. we're all putting our whole life into it. Sure. Yeah. We're all putting um, the energy into it. We're all just creating something that that we all loved. Right. And that project came out, and it was. It was it, it, and if you listen to that project now, uh, compared to everything else in that time period, yeah. it sounded so different. It sure did. It sounded completely different. So it was like, yo, like these these kids came together. We all came from different backgrounds, different parts of LA. We all had a, you know, just 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 put our creativity together and came with this project, and it's it, it, it meant something to me. So as I moved on in my career, and I had to actually go back and study just the time of creating that whole process mm-hmm. and that project, and I'm like, yo, I learned a lot. That's and, the best way to learn, though, right? And, and to like get that passion is to just basically like click buttons and turn knobs, hundred percent, like, yeah, feel it and figure out like, oh shit, like hell yeah, that sounds cool, and then you learn right. why afterwards because. I didn't go to music school either. Right. And I always think that like, if you had given me homework that was music, right. I wouldn't have done it. I right. would have just been like, ah, I'm out. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't want to do this anymore. Trial and error is the, is the best teacher. I, I'm one of the kids, like I wasn't, they put me in special ed because mm-hmm. I was like, they, I was hard to teach, they said, or something yeah. like that. And you know, I, and I, it was not just that, it was just my interest. Like it was, you know, certain things that were taught to you, they, you know, in public schools or whatever the situation might be, they they teach you what they want. They put you in a box. So they teach you what yeah. they want you to learn. Yeah. And the same thing with music schools. You know, they the music schools. They they. I'm not a fan of them because they teach you one one way of doing things, and that's their way, which yeah. is most likely. But ninety percent of the time, it's going to be an outdated way, anyways. These textbooks yeah. are from fucking when. Yeah, and it's no and it's no shade to someone, but it's like if you're there. You're not here, like right, you know. What I'm saying if exactly. you're there doing that, you're not yeah. out here working. Right, so how, right, like, right, how current right. could it be? And I'm not dissing nobody. I'm no, just 100. It's, it's it's black and white. It's, it's, black it's facts. White. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. black and white. So it's like, yeah, trial and error is the best teacher. Everything that I learned is off of me just getting up and you know YouTubing it or just just getting mm-hmm. up and trying shit. Yeah. Like I do these work- lectures, I do these uh, seeing sounds workshops that we have with engineers. And basically, one thing I talk about is back in the day how I'm able to create these crazy unique sounds and 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 and, and I have this uh, Rolodex of of plugins in my head that I could use at any yeah. given moment is because back in the day I'm able to go through my list of plugins that I had that were most likely cracked and I'm able I had took the time to I took the time to find out which what, what every plugin did to a specific sound so yeah I think there's something to be said too for not like you know if you want to do something the right way right I use finger quotes right yeah. it's, it's a podcast yeah. you can't right. tell <laughs> I put my fingers up yeah uh, if, but if you want to do it the right way 
you ask somebody and they tell you, oh, you got to get this, 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 and this, and and this is the only way to do it. Right. Whereas like anything, even like especially on like a vocal or something, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I want it to kind of be distorted, right. but not with distortion. Right. You right. just kind of go through and then you find something. You find it something. might be your way. There's no like there's there's no there's no way somebody could tell you to hear something. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm there's no there's no yeah. blueprint to a perfect Absolutely. so quota. They can't see my yeah. hands. Quote unquote perfect yeah. mix. Yeah. There's no. There's, I mean, yeah. There's. I mean, and, and especially too, my thing is always like, unless you have something to compare, like you can't say better or worse. Right. Like, Yo, can you listen to my mix? What do I got to, what do, I don't know what you started with, so I don't right, know what your right, mix right. is. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, there's garbage, yeah, but yeah, exactly. there's not better or yeah. worse. Yeah, 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 that's what yeah. I'm saying. Right. Yeah, it's, it's you yeah. know, so it turns into, that. and yo, and for everybody out there, when at least it's cracked plugins, you know, a lot of people don't know what that means. That's, let's not say stolen, but let's just say not authorized. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what a crack plug it is for everybody right. that, you know, that I don't know what that you means. You can't even crack plug it anymore. Yeah, no, no I don't think you can. Think like, the tech crazy. is gone. Now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now, now you got the, the thing that authorizes like every five yeah. minutes. Like I had a problem yesterday with my iLock. My computer kept quitting after five minutes because it only goes right. on for so long. Right, 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 right. They're not cracked or paid for a product. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, man. Dang. So, yo, ADHD, that was a dope record. ADHD is, man, it's, it's, it still sounds relevant to this day. You can play Absolutely. it today and it's, you know, just the message behind it, you know what I'm saying? Just being stuck in time and, you know, just just looking for substance to try to, like, block out certain things and to try to hide things in your life and to try to, you know, just to try to disappear from from, from responsibilities and stuff like that. Yeah, it's dope. Um, yeah, so it's an amazing record. The whole project section 80, man, is, it, for one, all of it, myself, Kendricks, and Soundways, and just the whole core, you know, just just, just the whole TDE camps, um, it was a real pivotal moment in our whole success, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because... At that time, uh, during that time, we had J-Rock that was signed to Warner Brothers around that time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I so, remember, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we we're figuring out, you know, we were still learning the business with J-Rock, understanding how that whole, how the whole industry shit worked out and how, mm-hmm. how, how, how that stuff works. So as we're doing that and all the, the, the things that we failed to learn and to fail we do, the things, you know, J-Rock really took a hit in the mm-hmm. first time around because, you know, none of us had a label experience. Right, so we didn't right. know how to move. None you of just that. knew you had music. We just <laughs> knew we had music yeah. and, you know, we had a deal. So right. we was working it out. So... Um, you know, the whole time when, when we were working on Section 80, we kind of had that experience from working on J-Rock's Follow Me Home album. So we kind of did things a different type of way. And, you know, it was it was great to see the the outcome of it and um, just the success of it, you know, yeah. kind of just blew everybody up to where they are today. Hell yeah, man. That's what's up. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Damn, man. So eight, all right. Starting high, setting your bar high. Yeah, dude. Man, I, that's our whole <laughs> model, man. Uh, you know, you know, going hard. Everybody, yeah. our whole camp. The way we think is, you know, we we want to be somebody on our word. We want to be better than somebody on their on our worst days. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like we're we're gonna be better than somebody on our worst days than they Good are. Good is the but, enemy of great. Like hundred <laughs> percent. You know what I'm saying? You gotta come prepared. <laughs> it's dope. Um, another track. Um, what about? All right, let me ask you. Not to cut you off. What's up, man? If I get in trouble for that, I'm not like, to cut you off. <laughs> not to cut you off. As I cut you off, not to cut you off. I want to know about. I want to know growing up. I mean, what kind of like what what what's the music you listen to? Because you know you create a lot of music for the kids of today. But what's the music that you know? What got you into music? I mean, what we you know what brought you there? Uh, what got me into music? Uh, it actually wasn't music that got me into music. Um, but the music that I listened to growing up was, you know, I'm from L.A., born and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, the West Coast, yeah. Dr. Dre, Snoop, uh, Pot, Game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big, big, heavy influences on just, 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 just how I listen to music. You know, mm-hmm. it's just real. I listen to the beats first. The beats, the beats, gotta you know draw me in, and then I listen to the lyrics after, and then that mm-hmm. tells a whole other story itself. Um, and then I listen to a lot of outcasts. I listen to a lot of. I try to listen to a lot of different shit. But randomly, a lot of people don't ask me this question. Mm-hmm. But randomly, I listen to a lot of trance also. Okay. A lot of like Alice DJ, 
Um, there's a lot of a, a lot of trance that I listen to, uh, and I feel like a lot of like my mixing style came from a lot of those a lot of those trance records okay. that were kind of instilled in me. Um, but I would say what got me into music was just the process, uh-huh. just the process of creating something that was never once there. Okay, you know, you take an audio file, you take you take a beat, you, you know, have a producer, you bring a producer into the studio, he creates a beat with these sounds, and then you know, you take a, a, a artist that writes music over it, the recording, you get the engineer to come record it and piece mm-hmm. it up together. That process is intriguing to me, you know. And it, it, Sonics, is, I, I love Sonics. Sure. I always when I when I do these workshops, I talk about, um, you know, I was just a kid that, you know, I, I love to break things apart to see how they work and then put them back together mm-hmm. again. And uh, when I figured out I could do that with music, yeah. with uh, mixing, sure. um, it, it kind of draw it it, it it brought me in that way. And then uh, I just fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, what's not to love? What's not to love about it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's smoke, nice to... smoke weed all day and put together songs. <laughs> yeah, like I always say, it's like, like yo, it's so much work. Yeah, but I get paid to listen to music. Like, what am <laughs> yeah, I complaining yeah, yeah. about? Right, right? right like, like, right. geez, it's like, right. You know, like, there's definitely worse things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And like you said, like when you make something from scratch, mm-hmm. and then you see a bunch of people yeah. listen to it all at once, yeah. and they all go crazy. Yeah. Like, t- I. So imagine that. There's imagine, no better feeling. Imagine that. Imagine being an engineer, a self-taught engineer in a studio with an artist, and then you're recording these songs, and then the songs blow up, and then now you're with the artist traveling in different countries yeah. where they can't even speak English, yeah. and they're fucking going crazy, crying, losing their mind over these songs that yeah. you once recorded. You know what I'm saying? And the only English that they do speak all these, is all these lyrics, it's right? Like, it's mind-blowing. And then a level deeper is, it's with your boys. It's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That makes it that much better. You yeah. Know? That makes yeah. it that much yeah, better. Yeah, man. I could, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I, I get, get it. I always get sad for for bands and musicians that I've toured with that totally miss the experience. Right. Like you're with a bunch of your friends yeah. in a random place doing things to make other people happy. Right, right. And so many people just like Take it don't for stop and look around and go, holy shit. Right. We're in fucking Australia. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, that, like, that kind it's of, a kangaroo jumping by right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. that, that kind of, that pretty much was, was I mean, honestly, I'm guilty of that. You know, uh, we've yeah. done so much traveling right. over the years to where we get to these places and um, we get to these places and, you know, we're just, oh, I'm just going to chill on a bus or I'm going to stay in a hotel room. Yeah, today. Right. You know, you kind of take things for granted and, you know, I, certain things I do regret not going out and seeing the country uh-huh. as much as I should have and, Things like that, but you know, just they're, they're good markers to set so we could double back. Well, yeah, 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 yeah exactly, you know, good, yeah. good markers exactly. to set. And plus, too, it's like you, you it's different for guys like you and I because it's like when you're there, you're fucking, you're exhausted, right? Because right. when you're done, <laughs> you do the show, right? Then when you're done, you're working on a mix, 100%. or you're recording this, or right. editing that, or making right. the next show. So it's like I understand out. you get a pass, you get right. a pass, man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but we still, I'm still too young to just be, be you know, what I'm saying you got to get out and hit these streets, yeah. You know? Fuck. That's one thing. That's one thing. Traveling with Jordan is different because when I go places, I, I usually kind of it's based on. Ho- I have to stay in the best hotel right. because I'm in the hotel. Like I don't leave <laughs> when I'm with him. Yo, he got it all lined up. We find the dopest little bar in right. the corner of this thing that you never would have. Fa- like right, he's right, like right, that. Right. He's that guy. You know right. what I'm saying? So Still I, in I, the nicest hotel. Yeah, no, 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 don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get, don't yeah. get fucked up. Don't no, get he puts it. it. We don't I, stay in hostels. No, 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 exactly. No, no. He puts it on some. Yeah, <laughs> we stay in a hostel. We go to the local Taco Bell. Right, right, <laughs> see what they got different on the menu. You know, no, it's well, always I stay different. In the, I stay in the you know the, the nice hotel. He stays in the nice hotel in the you know presidential. It's different. You know what I'm saying? So you're reliving the beach. Yeah, he definitely stunts on me all the time. He does that right? Absolutely, it's a good dynamic. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. All right, so I, I cut you off before, but go ahead, man. Get back to me. What's your next song, man? What's your next song? Uh, next song, um, I would say uh, Wesley's Theory from uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly," mm-hmm. the intro to "Pimp a Butterfly." Um, again, that that song, that whole project in general, but that song in particular, uh, produced by Flying Lotus um, on Kendrick's 
to Pimp Butterfly album. Had over 218 tracks in the session. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking awesome. flying low. Had a lot of live instruments in there, a lot of live drums, mm-hmm. live upright bass. A lot of things that at that time I wasn't familiar with. Yeah. Sure. Um, so at that time, you know, the type of person I am, the hustler that I am, you know, I, I'll go into a room and say I know how to do it and figure it out along the way before anyone figures out that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> right. yeah. No is never an answer. No, no, no is never an option. Exactly. No is never an option. So it was kind of that. So it took me a week to do the drums alone on Wesley Theory. Mm. Um, it was fucking maybe like 30 or 40 tracks alone with drums. Um, and it humbled me because at that yeah. time, you know, we're coming off of, you know, Good Kid Mad City. We're coming off of, you know, Q's Oxymoron Raw. You know what I'm saying? And it humbled me in a way to where fuck, like, what am I going to do? Like, how do I put together all of these sounds? How do I comp fucking 30, 30 tracks right. of vocals yeah. for a hook? How yeah. do I do How do I do all this shit? Because they're expecting greatness from you. Yeah. you can't, yeah, you can't, yeah. yeah. 100%. Because you, so, you just delivered a monster. Right, like, they right, can't be whack. Yeah. Right, So at that time, I had to I had to kind of, like, I had to play sick, and I, you know, I took, like, a week off to go back and kind of study. Mm-hmm. Um, and I studied, like, the Mo Better Blues soundtrack. Okay. I studied um, Abbey Road album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I studied a lot of jazz shit, a lot of funk, um, George Clinton, the Funkadelic shit, nice. just to understand um, how, how, just understand how they how they if you understand engineering how to understand how they pocketed and placed a lot of these mm-hmm. elements with vocals over them right. you get what the I'm best. saying yeah. they did it the best and they did it um, um, authentically yeah. right. so I wanted to find a way to merge a lot of that old funk a lot of that old live 70s type feel um, with the current mixing in the box type shit that I was doing at home right um, you needed that smack. I needed so. that yeah, smack. Yeah, you yeah, still, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You still needed the smack. You still need to sound current. But I wanted to give it that feel. Um, and you know, it, it took me. It took. It, it took that. It took me maybe two months to mix that album. Two and a half months to make mm-hmm. the album. And it was a humbling experience because you know it, it was just a lot of things that I didn't understand. Again, because I wasn't musically trained. Yeah. I didn't come from a musical family background. I didn't come from none of that. Everything was just trial and error with me. Um, and again, with this project, again, it just, it just worked out to be trial and error. I just tried certain things on some of these elements of the records. Yeah, but you dumb it down. Like, you have a raw talent, my brother. <laughs> right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, like, no, I understand the humbleness of your conversation here, <laughs> and I love that about you, but it's like, if you... It, you either have it or you don't, and you have 100%, it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So, I'm, I'm not taking. I mean, I'm dope. I'm yeah. not taking nothing. I'm not taking nothing <laughs> yeah, apart. My it. man, my man. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not taking nothing, yeah. nothing away from it. But it is humbling when you when you're at the level to where you're telling yourself you're dope, and then you you sit your ass down in front of this SSL yeah. board, and you're getting, and using every channel, you're using yeah. every channel. You're actually tracking like a fucking a twenty piece band, right? Like you know what I'm saying through the board. It's it's humbling because yeah. people are at this time in my career. People are looking at me for like, yo, Ali, what's what are we doing? What are we doing? And I'm right. like, yo, like let me open Google and figure right, this right. out. I never. Like, Saw that instrument, right? Right, right, right. Man, we had Kumasi Washington. 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 But um, uh, it was it was humbling, and it's, you know, just it just showed me um that there's you know it, it, it put me it it just showed me something about it was really like a life experience. It showed me you know you just never be complacent, mm-hmm. you know, never feel like you you never feel like you got everything covered, never feel, you know never feel like nothing come out the blue and disturb you, right? And and kind of fuck everything up for you, you know? Yeah, because it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody, and it was like, and I'm happy I learned that early. So now moving forward, you know, I. I, I continue to study, you know, the the music coming out today and the music yeah. that came out in the past. I study the future music to see mm-hmm. what sounds are going to be hot, what sounds mm-hmm. are potentially going to be the next wave of music. Just trying to stay, but just to stay current, you know, yeah. stay relevant. You know, I like to study other engineers that come before me, and I, that's my main thing is figuring out how to stay current and relevant at times. I think yeah. that one thing you said too that usually to me seems to differentiate great people and people that just kind of like crumble is 
the confidence to go into a room that you know you don't understand right. and know that you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people, it's like, you know, like Michael Jordan wanted the ball when there were three seconds left. Right. He didn't know what he was going to do afterwards. Right. Right. He wanted that ball. Just though. give me the ball, I'll <laughs> yeah. figure it out. Yeah, right. I, think that's, that's a, I think that's what people that fail and don't get back up and try again as cheesy as that sounds, no, I no, think that's, that's what they lack. They don't real, lack the yeah. confidence to at least like. That's one hundred percent right. But they're not knowing that them falling and getting back at that like that lesson they learned from falling is a lesson they can't learn in any yeah, book. Exactly, exactly. It's like it's like you said before, it's figuring your shit out. Yeah, like, right. Instead of just learning it. Right, right. You know what I mean? And it's, no one can take it from you. Like those lessons. Like I talk about again in the workshops. I'm sorry to keep referencing that, but no, in the no, workshops yeah. we we talk about like a. It sounds corny, also. Like, but an L is not a loss. It's a lesson. It's a lesson right. learned. Yeah, exactly. You know true, so you you know like again I, I was one of those kids that they they quote. Unteachable, yeah, you know. Right. But you know, again, like there's 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 a way that everyone learns, and there's a way everyone you know intakes information. And um, sooner or later, people are going to realize that unteachable means like genius, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. or just that like there's something in there that nobody else understands. Right, it's right. not right, right. It's not that you can't teach somebody. Right. It's like you just understand it. Yeah, yeah. and in their system, level. they don't have the. Uh, you know, in the system, they don't maybe don't have the time or the or assets the to them. You know, or the patience. Yeah. The patience. Yeah. It's the patience. Yeah, man. Yeah, because there are teachers that'll help. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. You but say I, you studied the feeling of of like old mixes right. and stuff. What was like at, through that experience? Like, what's what's the one song that sticks out that you um, were like, damn that like that mix and the players and all of that? Like they were. The, the, there was a record I forgot the name of the actual record but there's a record on Abbey Road to where they pan the drums like all the way to the right Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, and I noticed a lot of old school even with with funk and a lot of old jazz like they did that a lot they pan the drum mm-hmm. they, they completely just pan the drums you know you had the bass on like you know 25% to the left and a snare you know it was yeah. just the way yeah. they placed everything was different and that came that right there gave me the confidence to like yo like there's there's no there's legit no rules yeah. right. there's no what you're taught is snare snare yeah. snare 100%, right? 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. but you're listening to the Greatest album of all time, and it's over here, right? Right, yeah, right. Yeah. and and I sit back and listen, and I, and I just sit back and think of my career. I think of like what 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 people love me, what love about my work, and I think about just like where music's at today. Like that's how I got my thumbprint in the game is by yeah. making sounds pop out of the speakers, doing unorthodox shit to yeah. where vocals are panning and doing that's these things. What the Beatles did when they made that right, album exactly. Too, is like they did, they, they made did, you experience the mix. You experience yeah. the song rather than just listen to it. Yeah, it's a story, not a right. You know, a picture. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. So that game, it really just gave me the confidence to you know. Just just try to try to try to do those type of things on 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 hip hop and and on, uh, on 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 today type records and you yeah. know just to see if we can kind of find some type of marriage or balance between the two. That's awesome. Yeah, that's dope, man. It's rare. Let's take a break and, and you, listen. Yeah, let's take a listen. Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, Boom. I should say that again. Yeah, go ahead because I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> so much editing. No, see, now we, no, now, we, now yeah. we're not going to do it again. There it is. <laughs> that was it. Boom. Yeah. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. So we back, man. Fuck with your boy. It was come together. It was come together. Yeah, yeah. The record Beatles come together. Abbey Road, and Fire. J- yeah, even just the, their whole. Um, like I'm a big um, 
You know, I've never been like a reader, like mm-hmm. reading books and shit. But like past like five years, I kind of had, a, I got a nice library now. Yeah. But there's this book, uh, uh, Outliers. That, yo, that's what, hold on. That's what happens when you start making so like a lot of money. Smells like rich mahogany. Yeah. <laughs> super rich mahogany. It's definitely in your shoes. Leather floors. Leather It's definitely inset burning. Now, but this is book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, and there's this there's this ten thousand hour theory. That he talks about to um, to basically become great in any field, you have to acquire at least ten thousand hours um, in that field. Mm-hmm. And they talk. There's an example. There's an example through uh, the Beatles and back in the day how they uh, became great performers mm-hmm. and are just great musician is because they went to a small pub in Germany like on the weekly basis to go perform for like nothing, yeah. but they did like hundreds of times like a month or a year, some crazy number. They went back to Germany to go perform at this small pub. And uh, it just got their levels up and be- became great performers that mm, way. Yeah. Yeah. Earning their hours. In their hours, yeah. yeah. I'm a firm believer in that, you know, again, because all, all the creatives behind TD, a lot of us are not just like musically trained at all. It's just, you know, having the space that Top gave us back in the day to be able to create, you know, back when, you know, I didn't even know I wanted to be an engineer. I'm in the studio getting my 10,000 hours watching mm-hmm. somebody else engineer. You right, know what I'm yeah. saying? Just, you just wanted to be in the studio. I just wanted to understand and be in the yeah. studio and just see it. Like, I'm a sponge. Like, uh-huh. you got to stay a sponge and soak up everything you see. Absolutely, you know? man. Man, I, I always tell people that want to get into, like, Pro Tools or writing or, like, whatever it is, just, like, being in the room while people that know what they're doing right. are doing it is more valuable than I think a lot of people give right. give it credit for. Because right. you don't realize how much you pick up. Yeah. Just based on like conversation or like looking over somebody's shoulder and maybe like just every once in a while being like, yeah, well, what did right. you just do? Repetition also, just seeing someone yeah. do something one again. I'm saying like back when we were doing Good Kid Mad City, when you know, when I was mixing with Dre, excuse me, when I was mixing with Dre, um, that was the first time I mixed on an analog board. Mm, yeah. You know? So, you know, I I, I I in my mind going into that process, I figured I thought I had mixing figured out because I did everything in the box. Yeah. Right. So I go I sit next to Dre and this right. fucking monster of engineer is like going ham on the SSL board. Tricks that you never think <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, existed, I'm, like, right? I'm, I'm like, yo, the Dre, like the kick is clipping. Like it's clipping on the board, it's, it's hitting red. He's like, Yeah, I know. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. Like it's little, like little <laughs> like, what are you talking about, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like it blew my mind. Right. And it was, you know, just being able to watch him maneuver and work, like I was picking things up because I understand the basics of the process. So now I'm a master at work I'm starting to understand why he's doing certain things and I'm just I'm watching him and I'm able to emulate you know I'm able to go into my room and emulate those same type of steps and, yeah. and, and really get my hands on and do them on my you yeah. know what I'm saying it's a good feeling and just understand like the efficiency that you need to get a hold of to be able to run a room Right. I mean, you know I mean, efficiency, just as an engineer in general, you got to be efficient. You got to have a certain process. Yeah, you definitely got to know what the fuck, you know, you got to... There's nothing more frustrating than like... Yeah. It's <laughs> somebody that just doesn't know what they're doing. Right. And you're sitting there and you're just like... Especially well, when you're around there greatness. There goes that you know idea. Yeah. <laughs> there right. goes that idea. Right. By the time you idea. figure it out, yeah, it's like, I, I forgot what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. Right? Exactly. Done. Yeah. Yeah. And I find too, like a lot of times I go to the studio and I'll have like assistants there working with me and stuff and it'll be like, I don't just put them in the seat. Yeah. Because they've been with me for, you know, a month now working on something, right? And, and they'll just be like, uh, I'm like, yo, but what have you been doing? What have you been doing for a month? Yeah. Right, right, like, you right, sit right. next to me all day. What have you, you been doing? Like, like, yeah. like, yo, come on. I, I, I don't need that much. Oh, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, yo, like, what have you been doing that you don't even... Well, you didn't show me, Bob. I'm like, yeah. nobody ever showed me. I sat there and, like, watched. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I learned, I absorbed the greatness. And I think that's the difference. Yeah. And I tell you, just, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. But I even talk about, like, I work like interns and like assistants. Like when I when I go yeah. in a choir and look for interns and assistants, like I'm not looking for the ones that, 
you know, already feel like they're the best. I'm looking for the ones that are willing to learn and right. and to oh, yeah. and to be this, the fly in the room is willing to pick up, right. you know, any information that's being thrown at them. Right, like, exactly. Just anybody who's hungry for information, you know, you have to be a weapon in that sense to yeah. where you're not the best in the room, but you're hungry to want to be better than even me yeah. sitting of in that course. chair. Of course, you're supposed to. You're supposed to. You yeah. gotta have, you know, and you gotta keep those people around you with that same fire and same hunger. Same, yo. When I was coming up, same thing. I was in the room with all the great mixers, and I'm looking at them like, yo. I'm about to I'm gonna eat your face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like yo, me and you. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that's the, but but humbly. You know what I mean? But right, like right, but right. I just like I knew that I'm coming for you. You know what yeah. I mean? You're supposed to. Right. And and I'm and they're supposed to know I'm coming for them. You know 100%, what I mean? 100%. <laughs> I was in a band with a guy, and uh, I, I won't say his name, but uh, we just got to this point where he wasn't getting any better at anything, and his excuse or his reason why he disagreed was I go into all the same rooms that you go into. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but that's that's right. the point. Is like just being in the room doesn't work. Right. You gotta be in the room and be open right. for sure. Hundred percent. Just like be open to eat like hear one little piece of you should never walk out of a room and not have learned something. Something. Right. You know right. What I mean? But the you gotta take advantage of any opportunity. Like the just being a creator nowadays, like every, everyone's click is so so tight to where like yeah. to get involved with to get involved, if you're an outside creator, to get involved with anything that's a, like a knit circle is tough. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? So like the easiest, as it should be though. As it should yeah, be. Yeah, now, yeah. I, I'm not taking yeah. it from it. As it should be. But I'm, I'm speaking to the creators that that you know didn't come up with a Kendrick Lamar right. or didn't come up in in, in, in yeah. all of our environments and trying to and trying to get in. Yeah, and trying to get in. Like it's tough, but it's like those are the ways to 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 to. Those those are the ways to kind of get your foot in the door to kind of understand certain situations. This by just being that flying wall, being a, a body that's helpful, being an asset in the yeah. room when needed. Helpful, that's the being healthy. You know what I'm saying? That's the point though, because you see so many people that just go in there and like, you know, somebody leans over their shoulder and is like, "Hey, can somebody get me like whatever?" Right, just get up and go do you it. You should Man. be the first person. If yeah. you're the if you're the least important person in the room, yeah. and I don't mean. As yeah, a person, yeah. I just mean as the in terms of jobs, you should be the first motherfucker up out exactly. of the door going right. like, "I got three yeah. of them." Then, right? Yeah. And be- pl- because even and you got this, you keep the attitude though. It's kind of like yeah. even when you're not, you yeah. still should, you're like, "Yo, he needs it." All right, cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because well, like, right. that's that's how somebody's gonna be like, "Yo, that guy's cool." Yeah. I like that guy. He's a hard worker. Or whatever. Right. Let's 100%. give him a chance. Yeah. Or, or like, and, yeah. and those are the people. Dinner. Those are the people that I fuck with. The people that are just like the people that. Are not sitting around with their hand up. The people that are making me feel like I gotta pay you now. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I feel so, funny not paying you. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's so yeah, many. There's so yeah. many people that that come around. Certain. You know. Even with me and what we're doing, like it's, it's my whole crew and TDs. Whole mm-hmm. like every how it works is. Everybody just wants to be seen and want to come around with providing zero value. Right. You know, yeah. just come around and just, just just be an asset in any which way, and then you can start setting right. your price. I don't yeah. got I don't got time for friends. I got enough friends. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, like everybody's got the yeah. like, like for what? Yeah, yeah. we're all on like, mission. Cool. Like, 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 if friends happen, uh, like yeah, great, great, awesome. Right. But I'm not looking. I don't need yeah. you around me. Like get, right. get out of here. Man. Yeah, I'd rather be friends with the guy that can tune vocals super fucking good <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> exactly. than, than the guy that takes a mean sit. Right. Exactly. Right. A mean sit. A mean sit. Not a regular one. So, all right, come on. I want to hear another song, man. What else you got for us, bro? Another now that you're song. in the vibe, I see you in the zone. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm a little comfortable. Yeah, now, I see you. Know <laughs> Lean thing. back a little uh, bit. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'll say a record off Nipsey album. Mm-hmm. Um, um, last time that I chat, man, I'll just say I, 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 it's hard to kind. Of, I'd work on so much music. Yeah, it's course. hard to kind of pinpoint one record. Same, he knows. You know what he I'm knows, saying? Yeah. It's, it's mad hard. So I, I would say the Nipsey project. You know, when, when we were doing the uh, Victory Lab, we we're mixing that album. Um, you know, my boy Ripsy, Nipsey, uh, rest in peace. We um, 
man, we. It's funny because during that time, he 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 kind of explained to me that he never had a project mixed before. Mm-hmm. We do that. Like what they did was basically put songs together and put right. them out. Which and was, you could hear it. You, you could hear it. Yeah, it was raw. It had this raw thing to it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So it was like that right there. It made me feel like it was more special. For one, Nipsey's it was always my boy from mm-hmm. way back. You know, people a lot of people don't know back when Game did his LAX tour. Um, J Rock and Nipsey were the openers. So oh, we, all right. we, we I toured. Didn't know that. Yeah, we toured with them way all back right. in like two thousand nine. Um. But yeah, Victory Lab, man, it was just, it was just that whole experience. Just it brought me back because during that time I was working on so many albums, so many projects to mm-hmm. where I haven't been stationed in so long. I haven't, um, I haven't moved or you know, I haven't, I haven't basically been still. Right, so yeah. mixing that album, you know, we did that Paramount. We spent around like two months doing it, and I was going through a lot together. Together, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. we were like living there. And it, was, it was, you know, if you know Paramount C, there's mm-hmm. the bedroom shower. Mm-hmm. But during that time, I was dealing with so much personally in my life, and I never even spoke about this before. Um, but I had a baby at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Me, and, me and my daughter's mother weren't doing too well. Um, you know, I was dealing with a lot, per, a lot, a lot of personal shit to where I wasn't there mentally. Um, and I almost at during this time, I was like, I was borderline wanting to give up in music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, because, wow. Yeah, because you know, I felt like I've, I've, I felt like I've gave. I felt like a, a pawn at that point to where I was saying I, I was doing so much for other people to mm-hmm. where like I almost forgot about myself. Okay. And, um, you know, getting past that album and just being there with Nip and just and having conversations. Like, Nip's was like my bartender during that time. Like, having like two, three a.m. conversations right. just about life and about a baby that got coming I wasn't ready for, about mm-hmm. all type of other shit. And it, it just, it, it straightened me out because it just, it, it, it gave me a place to, damn, I, I, it's hard to speak without not being emotional. It, um, it, it was just a time to where it really, it, it, it really, man, I'm sorry, brother. No, it's fine. No, you're good, man. Um... <laughs> It was, man. It was. It was just a real. It was a real good time. Cause, mm-hmm. cause as much as as much as he needed me for his for his signings on the album, is like I needed him. Wow. For like my mentor, you know what I'm saying? Just being, just giving me a place to where I'm not sitting with idle time and, and thinking too much about negative shit and right. not, you know what I'm saying, being out in the streets drinking or doing no crazy. Right, just being a, being a crazy, yeah, being a lunatic. Being yeah. a lunatic, you know what I'm saying? At that time, I was dealing with a lot of that and uh, just that, that whole process, that whole album, you know, because it took so long to mix the album, it uh-huh. gave me a place that I needed to be at on a daily basis to where... Instead of being yeah. wild. Instead yeah. of, you know what I'm saying, instead of moving out left and then... And, and, so you needed, you, needed, you needed that. You right. needed the music, like right. it needed Structure. you type right. of thing. Yeah. Right, And during, during that same exact time, uh, we, we were trying to do the Black Panther album. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I, I mixed like five on the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't do that whole project for the first time. And, you know, it was, you know, it, it was a time to where, you know, I had to, I had to, I had to pick and choose between do this Nipsey album, do the Black Panther album. But I wasn't, I wasn't there all the way mentally to where, I don't know, it, it was just the space that we created at Paramount. It was, I needed that space mentally mm-hmm. to be able yeah. to move forward just as Derek Ali, yeah. not the mix by Ali. So that, that whole album and time in general was vital to me to move forward in, in music. Okay. It was vital to me to just move forward as a man in general. That's deep, yeah. man. It's a lot. I know I'm kind of beating around the bush about no, a lot man. of this shit, no. but it was you know that album. You know, it was, it's something I'll never forget. You know, not even because of the circumstances, but because you know it was it was a real tough time in my personal life. Mm. And and damn, that's special. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that's special. Most definitely. Jeez. Like a person like me, I'm an introvert to a certain mm-hmm. aspect of things. You know, I don't share too much. I mean, I, and I, I work I work my ass off to kind of keep away from a lot of negative shit, as, as yeah. a lot of people in our yeah, field yeah. do. And we so, chose. We, I mean, if you're like me, what I'm hearing is we chose. We do choose a size of the business, a side of the business, where we are alone a lot. We were, was like that's for an introvert. Like we're in a room by ourselves most right. of the time. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, or you know, one or two folks with you. You right. know what I mean? But right. it's like, but yeah, it's it like, takes a different type of person to do that. You know? Right? You know what I'm saying? And those studio sessions, like they're they're vital to just, 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 just 
just keeping you sane. Like music to me is more therapeutic than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it gives me a place to call like a real home and a real sanctuary to where like nothing, nothing bothers me. Mm-hmm. You know, I could like play these music. I could play this record on the, on the Osbergers as loud as it can go. Can nobody bother me? Right. And I'm just in the music. You I'm just in, the, in that zone. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. in the zone. You know, and that's you know that that feeling is 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 why I'm so passionate about you know my mixes. I'm so passionate about even this brand that I'm building, engineers. Uh-huh. I'm so passionate about just 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 bringing the art of engineering to as many people as I can because. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's something that it changed my life in multiple ways, multiple times. But also, there's the, the art behind it. Is, it's 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 a uh, it's like the unsung hero of music, where people are just not appreciating the right. fact that yeah. you know, without the engineers, a lot of this music wouldn't sound the way it sounds, exactly. and a lot of the engineers, these artists wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be yeah, moving away. They're not. Move, they're but, definitely not them without. Right. Without, I think without. I think new. Artists don't even realize how important engineers are. One hundred percent. I and, and I. I'm sorry to keep rambling right no, now, dude. No, no. But that that you saying that new artists don't understand mixes. I work with a lot of new artists coming. Out. I'm sorry about this. Hey, a, a lot of new artists coming out and you know trying to mix their songs on an SSL board and getting a clean, crispy sound. They're not understanding the yeah. process. They're not yeah, understanding. Yeah. Why it's is not, it? It's not always he? mixing that <laughs> fixes things. It's right. Like, a it's mixer like, why, why, can't why? fix something that was done wrong. It's right. not even that. It's like, why doesn't it sound like the reference? And like, yeah, right, the reference yeah. is distorted to it's shit. Horrible. Yeah, you know it's what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I got a comment this morning. I kid you not, new artists. No, we're not saying no names. Mm-hmm. Yo, I hate the mix. Took out. He took out my ad libs. No, why would I take out your ad libs? <laughs> right. You obviously didn't send me the right, right session right. and the right reference because they weren't in the reference either. But it's like you don't even. They think that's the mix. Like, right. what are you talking about? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and then you—they don't even hear the difference. Like, if it's louder, it's better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they don't even know the difference, man. It's hard. I do I, shit. I do shit. Like, if if an artist say, "Hey, maybe turn the vocals down," I have DB. <laughs> I'm already smacking my face because, like, for one, you're not hearing you're I have not DB. Hearing at all, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying I did it, and I'm like, "You like it? You're like, I love it. It's perfect." I haven't done shit. Right. Yeah. You exactly. Know, a lot of artists that I, I that I see just want something to say nowadays. Yeah. What well, I do, what I do is I give them something to say. Yeah. <laughs> I like to literally have a guitar like fucking screaming loud and they'd be like, they'd be like yo turn it why the guitar so turn like, it down oh damn you no be like no you're right I'm sorry turn it down then they got it off they got their you yeah. know what I'm saying they got their oh. comment off you know what I'm saying so they felt like they got to say something Fabian with the keys and then, wah, wah, you know what I'm saying so Fabian I give them that little the you know, I like that, that. Move, man. I'm gonna try that tonight yes yo alright yo I got another alright let me ask you another question I don't know how much time you got with you, but yo when you're cause cause I'm I'm interested in this man, and I hope it's not nerdy or boring. But because when I I don't listen to the music I work on ever. Thanks. I, yeah. No. Thanks. Well, except for Jordan McGuire, flexible. <laughs> Check it out now on Hits One Radio. <laughs> but, um, Rooney. Like, what do you listen to? You got what's what's your vibes? Like, like is when I'm at home, like yo, I listen to like old Spanish. I don't even speak a word of Spanish. Right, right. But I listen to like old Hector Laveau and a don't bunch. Tell of old me, Spanish. you at the house doing the no, salsa? Yo, I, you, you listen. <laughs> you get, if you get into his car when he didn't know you were about to get into his car, yeah, the like, shit that's on like. Blasting, yeah, it's like you're blaring, like, blaring Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. yeah, like you're just talking about you just you playing so you're mixing so shoot this guy in his face, isn't it? Yeah, and then I'm playing. Then you get in the car. It's like it's either la, fucking la, la, pop, bamba. yeah, or, or yacht rock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what's your vibe? You got some vibes, man. Like you got some. You got what? What do you chill? What is what is Ali chill to when he's not making the hits, man? Honestly, man, that's that's kind of I'm kind of the same lines with you. You know, when I'm not, I, I work on so much shit. I hate listening to music. Cause mm-hmm. I, I just constantly critique it. Yeah, I constantly tell myself what I would do different. Right, right, right. And even with songs that I've worked on, that's out already um, I'm constantly saying what I would have done better Yeah. so my listening experience is so fucked and jaded right, right. now but when I'm vibing I like smooth shit um, you know I, new artists that I fuck with I, I fuck with a lot of YB and Corday mm-hmm. um, he's dope yeah real dope um, 
The new Tyler album is crazy. It is, yo, it's crazy. Yeah. Retarded. I kind of just listen to whatever catches my ear, like any genre. Um, there's a lot of stuff I've been listening to in Brazil, uh, like, like this genre called funk that I found via Vice. Mm-hmm. It's like this funk genre where it's a lot of just like just percussion shit with oh, deep right. bass. Okay. And uh, repetitive vocals. It's, it's dope. Uh-huh. Um, and this chick uh, from Jamaica, uh, Coffee, Coffee. Oh. She's she's like a reggae artist from okay. Jamaica. She has a project called Rapture. It's fucking insane. Yeah, check right. it out. Yeah, Coffee all right, all right. with a K. Uh, but other than that, man, I'm just constantly just studying what's either what's out or, or what's yeah. been out in the past. You know, you're always on trying to as much yeah. as I can. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's crazy because when I'm in the car, I don't listen to shit. I make it a thing to not listen to nothing in the car. That's really? my that's my thinking time. Okay, too. yeah. So the only time I do get to listen is at home or uh-huh. feels so good sometimes to get in your car and like just silence. I'll get in and like I'll be five miles into my drive and go. Oh, I never put anything on. Right, right, right. right. Best shit ever, yeah. right? Yeah. You're like, I need that. I'll put, yeah. a, Silence, I'll put right. an audio book if I do drive. I sometimes yeah. it'll be like an audio book to try to get Or the Tracks of Life podcast. Yeah. Or the Tracks of Life podcast. <laughs> there it is. Boom, man. All right. One last question, man. Then we're going to let you go. What's up? All right. You get one album, Desert Island album. You're stuck on a desert island. You can listen to one album for the rest of your life. Can't be a compilation, so soundtracks are out. I think the bodyguard is like the one exception because it's. I all, would bring the bodyguard with my choice. Houston. Yeah, but what? What's your one Desert Island album? Greatest hits are okay. That's not a compilation. Just multiple artists you can't do. Um, the love below. Mm. All right. The love below. You got all different. If it's one album, I'm stuck with forever. Yeah. I, I got different feelings. I got yeah. different elements of the. I got different. It feels like I got the. I got the jazz shit. Yep. Um. I got crazy hip hop. I got real vibey shit. I got mm-hmm. different elements of music throughout that playlist. You know. That's I like a dope that. answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. I like that, yeah. man. Yeah, that's one of my favorite answers. I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fuck with your boy then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least. <laughs> shit. I shouldn't have given you that much. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Gotta make you feel like I don't. Exactly. Good? I don't know. Let him yeah. think about it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Exactly. We should just gone. Huh. Yeah. Right. Right. Huh. <laughs> My boy, Mixed by Ali. Thank you for building. stopping by, man. Yeah, man. All love, you. man. All love. Tracks of life, baby. It's going to be a good playlist. This is for sure, yeah. man. Run it. <laughs> <laughs> Told you guys. That was, was so good. Yeah, that's the beauty of this podcast. We bring on the people you love. Oh, yeah. And the people behind them that make them who they are. Right. I mean, it's just amazing, man. We're going to keep going. We love you all. Tracks of life, baby. Yeah, check it out. <laughs>